0: Coming up, the Bruins clinch the President's Trophy and the Penguins and Panthers help their postseason chances. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game,
1: every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day.
0: Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On, game-to-game NHL. Local experts join us to go over the biggest stories on the ice and recap all of the action for you from last night in the NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The President's Trophy is officially headed to Boston as the Bruins got an overtime win over Columbus last night. Locked On Bruins and Locked On Blue Jackets, check in with more.
2: The Boston Bruins have clinched the 2022-23 President's Trophy by way of a 2-1 overtime win over the Columbus Blue Jackets here on Thursday night. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't easy. But they did it, clinching first place overall in the league standings. This is Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins. And on paper, this one should have been pretty lopsided. The first place Bruins playing the near last place Columbus Blue Jackets. But credit to Columbus. They came out, played the Bruins hard, took it to overtime where David Pasternak scored an absolute beauty to seal it for the Bruins and to clinch the President's Trophy for the first time since
3: 2019-2020.
2: Catch all the latest on the Boston Bruins as they
3: prepare for the playoffs on Locked On Boston Bruins. The Blue Jackets wasted a good Michael Hutchinson performance, maybe his only good performance of the season, and fall 2-1 in overtime to the Boston Bruins. Jeff Foster, Locked On Blue Jackets here. It was a good effort. Um, great to see Jack Rossovic get a goal, but... Unfortunately, they picked up a loser point, tied the Blackhawks in the standing. So if the Blackhawks could win tonight, that would be really great. But um, I don't know, man. I thought it was a pretty good game, honestly. Uh, not necessarily what the tank wanted, but I thought forcing the Bruins to overtime was objectively pretty good. And uh, not what i was expecting um i love it when the blue jackets allow less than seven goals a game let's just leave it at that we're going to talk about the game and what else i liked what i didn't like on tomorrow's episode of locked on blue jackets available wherever you get your podcasts and also on youtube
0: the panthers are still holding out hope for one of those wild card spots in the east and they're doing their part to make it happen locked on panthers goes over the cats win over the canadians
4: the florida panthers fourth game against the montreal canadians what else is new? Another win for this Florida Panthers team against the Habs. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the Montreal Canadiens by a final score of 5-2 to two at the Bell Center. That's now 27 goals for the Florida Panthers against the Habs this season. Nine of them coming on the power play. And... Even though the first goal for the Habs was a little bit of a fluky goal, sharp angle shot that Alex line was a little slow, hugging his post, the Florida Panthers played mostly a 60-minute game. The new line of Anton Lindell, Matthew Kachuk, and Eetu Thurian has been buzzing the last 24 hours, excuse me, 48. And with Anton Lindell getting two goals in on Thursday night, he has three goals in the last two games, and Matthew Kachuk – now getting to the 100-point mark for the Florida Panthers this season, capping it all off with an empty net goal to get a hat trick on Thursday night against the Montreal Canadiens. And the Florida Panthers, they're still right in this race for that final wild card spot. And the Panthers, they were great getting out of their own zone. Even the few times that the Montreal Canadiens had rush chances, the Panthers were back, back back-checking and not – allowing too many quality opportunities on Alex Lyon and Alex Lyon. What can we say? 56 saves on 60 shots against in in the last 48 hours. And he has been incredible for this Panthers team and very well, keeping them in this race on tomorrow's edition of the show. We are going to discuss this five to two win for the Florida Panthers over the Montreal Canadiens As we prepare for the stretch run your team every
5: day.
0: A big Metro matchup as the Rangers traveled across the Hudson but came up short against their division rival. Locked on Devils has more on a big night for Jersey.
5: What's up? This is Trim Matthews of Locked on Devils, and here is my postgame reaction. So talk about coming up to the plate big time for the New Jersey Devils because they had a big matchup against their Hudson River rival in the New York Rangers because Rangers are just behind them in the Metropolitan Division, and the New Jersey Devils are trying their best to get that first seed in the Metro as well. So this was definitely a good challenge for them, especially given how they played in their previous matchup against the New York Islanders. They knew that they had to run into Shesterskin, so the name of the game was, can you put a couple past him early because you know he's gonna sell into the game, and the Devils were able to do so, thanks to Eric Halla and also Timo Meyer on the power play. Now, in period number two, Unfortunately, Ryan Graves did have a somewhat of an unlucky clear attempt that resulted in a Rangers' goal, so they were able to cut the lead in half, but it was the defense for the Devils that was able to step up big time. Vitek vancheck was phenomenal in between the pipes. He becomes the first Devils goalie since Martin Brodeur to reach 30 wins in a single season. Ryan Graves was also able to redeem himself towards the end of the game. He had a couple of clutch uh, clear attempts. For the devils to make sure that the rangers weren't able to get the game time goal when they pulled Shasturskin from the game so all in all this was a statement victory for the devils phenomenal all across the board
0: the penguins are also vying for that wild card spot in the east they got a much needed shutout win over nashville last night locked on penguins updates us on that playoff chase
6: That's one way to get back on track, right? Hey, everyone. I'm Hunter Hodes here at the Locked On Penguins podcast, back with another Locked On Now video as the Penguins were able to take down the Nashville Predators in a shutout 2-0 win at PPG Paints Arena on Thursday night. They keep that eighth and final spot in the Eastern Conference for the playoffs, heading into the final seven games of the season, this is shaping up to be one heck of a race to end the season. The Penguins will have two more big games this weekend against the Boston Bruins and the Philadelphia Flyers if everything goes way, plus a Florida Panthers loss. It could be... Five points up on them heading into the final couple weeks of the season. But for this one, they got great goaltending, they won that special teams battle, and they were much better at 5v5 as they have been for much of their games. They just haven't won the first two battles with goaltending and special teams. But for more on the Pittsburgh Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Flyers forced overtime before Ottawa got the win locked on Flyers in the house to go over everything.
7: Russ Cohen here from the Lockdown
8: Flyers podcast. The uh, Flyers got outshot by a ton. They had like 11 shots on goal this game, but uh, didn't matter. They tied it up 4 4 with an Owen Tippett goal, it went into overtime. They lost with an Alex Debrinkit goal, so they lose 5 4. Fights in this game. The Debrinkit Farabee fight was interesting. Uh, they get a point. These points are not going to be good in the end because they're getting closer to. Uh, pushing Detroit out of the another spot, which I think is the eighth spot uh, for the NHL draft. So this is a interesting time for the Flyers. Uh, Claude Giroux gets a goal. Weird, weird game. Uh, Flyers get outplayed, but they get goals late, so they stay in it. Catch us on the podcast.
0: Coming up, the Golden Knights blow one against the Sharks. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel. The final four is this weekend, so it's the perfect time for you to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get that no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So all you have to do is download FanDuel's sportsbook app. It's super safe, secure. It's easy for you to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes that are drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with that same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get that no sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game-to-Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Golden Knights are doing themselves no favors. They couldn't even beat San Jose yesterday. Locked On Golden Knights more than disappointed. Locked On Sharks goes over the victory.
7: Good evening, Golden Knights fans. The Golden Knights fall 4-3 to three in San Jose. Chris Gallick, Locked On Vegas Golden Knights here Can't put too much positive on that game, besides the fact that it's over. That was quite possibly the worst VGK efforts of the entire season, and VGK has suffered some big losses recently. Think this one takes the cake. Bruce Cassidy's going to have some explaining to do during the post game. VGK does look to rebound back at home Saturday against the Minnesota Wild. For everything Golden Knights hockey, please check out the Locked On Vegas
9: Golden Knights podcast. <laughs> Friday's show is going to be a blast, folks. Chris Golick, Locked On, have a great night. Your team every day. The Sharks take down the Golden Knights in overtime. I'm JD Young of Locked On Sharks, and the Sharks have done no one two games in a row after losing nine straight Logan Gator intercepts a pass and goes on a breakaway to beat the Vegas Golden Knights four to three in overtime. Um, sharks did a good job of really limiting Vegas's shots. They only had 26 shots in the entire game. Henry Thrun made his NHL debut and had two points. Borlo made his season debut for the sharks and also collected an assist as well. Um, Overall, starting to see some of these young players for these Sharks contribute. And this is what you want to see um, heading into what's been a very bad season, but at least heading into off se- the offseason, building some momentum for some of these young players. So we'll have a full breakdown of Henry Thron's NHL debut, uh, what this means for the Sharks and the Bedard sweepstakes. So all that on your next episode of Locked on Sharks.
0: Perhaps a postseason matchup we will see in a couple of weeks. Kings and Oilers, Locked on hosts from both teams. Join us with the breakdown.
10: The L.A. Kings lose their grip on second place. i Eddie Garcia with the Locked on L.A. Kings podcast. The Kings lose in Edmonton to the Oilers 2-0 in one of the most highly anticipated games of the season. Kings were shut out despite 43 shots on goal. The backbreaker was a Connor McDavid breakaway shorthanded off a Sean Dursey turnover in the third period. Goalie Jonas Corposalo got the start for L.A. for a second straight game. He allowed two goals on 37 shots. It was the first time since he was acquired at the deadline that Corposalo and Phoenix Copley did not alternate starts. The Kings were without standout forwards Kevin Fiala and Gabe Velarde due to injury and L.A. lost top defensive defenseman Mikey Anderson in the first period on a controversial hit from behind by Edmonton star Connor McDavid. It only drew a two-minute minor penalty. Edmonton takes over second place in the Pacific Division with 97 points. The Kings fall to third place with 96 points. We'll have a full recap of the game against the Oilers on Friday's show. For more, check out Locked on LA Kings wherever you get your podcasts, your team, every day.
8: In a game that's supposed to be the Edmonton Oilers' offense versus the LA Kings' defense, it was the Oilers' defense that came up clutch against the LA Kings' offense. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and in a potential playoff preview, it's the Edmonton Oilers coming away with a 2-0 victory over the Los Angeles Kings at Rogers Place, and it couldn't have been done without Stuart Skinner, a 43-save shutout for his second career shutout, the first of the Edmonton Oilers season, and his 10th win in the month of March as he becomes the new club record owner for the most wins in a single month. Don't forget, guys. He is a rookie. You know who's not a rookie? Connor McDavid, as he is now a 61-goal scorer in a single season and a 300-goal scorer in his career. He becomes the third Edmonton Oiler in the last three games to score his 300th goal in the last two games. Well, in the last three games, those other two being Evander Kane, and Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl getting his 70th assist of the season and his 117th point on the year, second to only, well, Connor McDavid in this game, and that assist came on Evander Kane's game winner, which was the first goal of the game, all thanks to Stuart skinner the edmonton oilers improved to 44 23 and 9 on the season they jump over the los angeles kings in the pacific division and could potentially get even closer to first in the pacific division as they face off against the anaheim ducks at rogers place on saturday night on hockey night in canada
0: the Blues beat the Blackhawks as Chicago is looking forward, trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Locked on Blackhawks gives us an update on next year's potential draft positioning.
1: Yet another loss for the Chicago Blackhawks tonight, falling 5-3 to three to the St. Louis Blues. What's up, everyone? This is Jack Bushman tonight. The Chicago Blackhawks dropped their seventh consecutive game, falling to their division rival St. Louis Blues. And look, I'm... Literally never happy about losing to the St. Louis Blues. I hate it more than most things in the world, except tonight. Tonight, I was perfectly okay with the Blackhawks losing to the Blues because with a loss to St. Louis and with Columbus forcing Boston into overtime and picking up a point in that game, the Blackhawks are now sitting in 32nd place in the NHL standings. They're now back to dead last, which is seven games left, giving them, for now, the best percentage chance to land Connor Bedard in the NHL Draft Lottery. For more coverage on this loss by the Blackhawks, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
0: day. Carolina's struggles continue. Detroit beats the buzzer to get the win at home. Locked On Red Wings, happy to go over all the highlights.
2: The Detroit Red Wings with 3.2 seconds left beat the Carolina Hurricanes it at LCA. Scotty, an incredible game. Uh, some really big highlight moments, and I think the biggest highlight came off the ice afterwards.
10: Yeah, a heck of a heck of a night uh for the Detroit Red Wings, that's for sure. Obviously, the the buzzer beater there by Wallman was great. Uh game in which they got I mean, probably majority outplayed, especially in the second and third period there, especially, especially the second and third period there. Um, but really solid performance by Ned, and they made the most of the few opportunities they got and, and ended up winning a hockey game, which is great. And then obviously, as you alluded to at the beginning, uh, the the recalling Marco Casper, first-round pick, eighth overall pick from just the uh, most recent draft is super, super exciting, too. Absolutely. And we'll talk about the whole thing on Friday's episode of Lockdown Red Wings.
0: Washington was sluggish out of the gate and never repounded as the Capitals fell to Tampa last night. Lockdown Capitals has more of the details.
7: The Caps fall to the Lightning by a score of 5-1. to one. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On. Capitals, well, the Caps cannot recover from a slow start. And the Tampa Bay Lightning really took it to the Caps, and they used that momentum to their advantage. Darcy Kemper did what he could do. He saved 29 shots out there, some of them high-danger uh, shots that he faced, 10 bell saves that he had to make. Craig Smith was the only capital to find the back of the net. And then T.J. Oshie left after the first period with an upper body injury. Yes, T.J. Oshie, the guy that's been in and out, in and out of the lineup with injury throughout the entire season. Washington is now 1-4-2 in the last seven games with six games to go. The Caps are not mathematically eliminated yet. A lot of that could change this weekend based on what games are being played. For what it's about for me right now is assessing this team and having our eyes on the future. Yes, I'm already resigned to the fact that the Capitals will not be making it to the playoffs this year. For me right now, what it's about is how is this team going to get better next year? I'll have more on this for you tomorrow on Locked On Capitals, your team every day.
0: That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.